Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. Hey guys, long time no podcast come out. I'm back. We're back. We were wicked, well, it was Thanksgiving. I mean, you were recording without me. And then, I know, well, we've been recording, we're going to have three, so we're recording four podcasts this week. Nice. Yeah. So we're starting to backlog some. Super awesome. We got a bunch of really great guests coming on with really good content. I'm getting like wicked excited by the conversations we're having. So what's up? Nothing. <laughs> Shane also died last or like two weeks ago. For two weeks. It was three weeks ago, but I was sick for two weeks. Yeah. So that's why we weren't recording. This is what we get for not having backlog of things. I mean, that's what happens. And honestly, get I was going to come in. I was going to come in and do one by myself, but I'm just not there yet. I'm you could have done it. I'm not. I, I, you could have came on and I'll like the sh- rant. I know, but that's the thing. Like, how long can I rant for? I, mean, I, mean, I could, could probably done, rant like, a, for like an hour. Yeah, I can't. I, I feel like I'm just too. I'm not at that point yet. I'm just too like, awkward. I you can't don't ever like, get like stuck. It's like sometimes, like when I write posts, like when I used to write really long ones, which I'm getting back into now. But I would literally write for 25 minutes. Like I just write and write and write and write. So it's like literally and like have to, twelve like, paragraphs. Yeah, exactly. But then, well, then I section it and put it in multiple posts. But uh, I can uh, like uh. I can legit talk about something that bothers me <laughs> for a long time. I mean, yeah. Not the point, not because it bothers me, but, like, the act of correcting it. Like, a problem and solution. Yeah, People yeah. are just talking about shit that bothers them. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. If you're not coming up with hey, a solution, Hey, that's the first time then... I dropped an F-bomb in three weeks. Well, it's the podcast. Let's not do that, then. Why? Because you're better when you don't swear. That's not true. Yeah. No, you're a little true. less hostile. Well, I need to be hostile for the podcast. To take it down a notch. You need to punch people in the face. Can you just say forking? No. What do you fork, think this is? Fook. That stupid show? Yeah, that show that you love. Fook. Don't play. I don't like that what show. What the fook? It's over. <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah. What do you, what's what's on your mind then? What's yeah, been you, bothering you that um you want to correct? Actually, nothing. Everything. Nothing. Everything is bothering you. Nothing at the same time. But yeah, this is a weird one because we don't have anything planned. Like we've been so busy with the launch and getting ready to like leave and go back to Massachusetts for Christmas that we're just like. I literally, like, skimped out on half the work so I can come record this and die tomorrow working 500 hours. We had so many freaking gingerbread cookie orders. We literally sold sold out twice because we accidentally had more. <laughs> well, we sold things. out, but then, like, the company that shipped us the labels included an extra amount that Holly realized this morning, so we re-added them. And then sold out again. Yeah. Are we sold out again? I'm, I don't know. I'm right. too tired to care. That's tomorrow. Like, because tomorrow I'll have to like plug in all the orders and then make sure we even have bars. Sorry if you can hear Sonny snorting in the background. It's not a pig. It's our dog. He's a Frenchie. He's kind of like a pig. He's not as smart as them now, but that's okay. <laughs> He's stalking our cat right now. <laughs> oh, poor Nala. Oh, my God. Go, Nala, go. Anyway, so... This one's different because we don't have, like, Holly didn't make, like, an itinerary and a little outline and plan. So we're just, like, <laughs> they're, like we're, like, free-floating it. But I think something that has been on my mind a lot is, uh, like, the end of December approaching the new year. Like, it always puts people in, like, uh, in a different kind of mindset. What's your word for entering into 2020? Mine? Yeah. Uh, momentum. Explain it. Momentum? What does it mean? Like, what does it mean to you my, for the my year? Folk, one of, I have, like, multiple focus words, but my biggest one that would be, like, at the top of all of them is momentum. Um, for me, it's, it means, like, no setbacks. Like, every time, especially this year, because this year just was my – this year was probably my worst mental year of all time, um, which is challenging because, like, other things are fine. Like, I can take, like – external circumstances being really hard but like mind warfare is horrible but anyway not the point so momentum is my focus because every time i've gained stuff in 2019 it's 19 right now yeah 
But yeah, so every time in 2019 I would gain, and this could be like maybe orders or finance or for me especially, like it's usually hand in hand with my fitness. Every time I'd gain, I'd gain size, I'd get to like my goal and then I'd get really sick. Or then I get really busy. Or then I get injured. I actually got injured like seven times this year. Yeah, you got injured a lot this year, which is pretty strange. Maybe because you're super malnourished and dehydrated. Probably. But, yeah, it was just, yeah. no. So, like, so all that happened, and I'd keep getting setbacks. And then we like, we'd get our goal marker, and then we'd drop really low. Um, this was just, like, a never-ending cycle. So it's like we'd take two steps forward, but then we'd go five steps back. And we still never, like, got back to the zero. We're, like, in the negative. Me, the business, whatever. It's, for me, it's both. Because the business is me in my life, in my mm-hmm. mind. But anyway, so momentum is literal no setbacks. Every step forward we take, it stays forward. We get back to zero, and then I can progress past zero by the end of 2020. So that's what momentum is for me. Nice. Yeah. Do you have a word? Favored. Favored. I thought of it after you said yours the other day. I was like, hmm, what's my gonna, what's going to be my word for the year? And I was like, I like the word favored. It means, like, so many different things. But, like, I feel like I've, like, recently... I've, like, always been spiritual, but I've recently been reconnecting with my Christianity. Also happens a lot in December. What? Faith. Reconnecting? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, it's it's just the rem- Christmas, the reminder I don't think of that's Christ. why. I think, like, I just had, like, an emotional... Year. Well, I know, but I'm just saying in general. Yeah, people... And so I've just been, like, reading, like, a little bit more and, like, listening to more, like, sermons and stuff like that. And I'm just, like, the reminder that, like, I'm favored and everything I do is favored and, like, every move I make is favored. And any, like, decision that I choose to enter in or anybody I talk to or anything, like, I am just, like, shining with favor. And therefore I can do anything and anything I want to do. That's a good word. Which is, like... For me as a mother, for me as a wife, for me as a business owner, like, for us just going through this, like, coming year and then moving forward. Yeah. But there's, like... Ideally, you want to keep that word. Yeah. And then keep it going. Yeah, exactly. Like, conquer it for 2020, conquer it for 365 days. Well, mine started last week, but... So, conquer it for a whole entire year and then, like, basically make it serve you and then it just keeps rolling. Yeah. I think what I want to do with that is, like... Well, two things that stem off of that. One, I'm like, for I should just start it now because I hate when people say I'm gonna start 2020. Like I oh, really hate be, that. So I should just I should just start now. AK, I should just start. I'm gonna start tomorrow. I'm saying it right now. But I want to start um, meditating for five minutes every day. I think like in the morning. I want to do that, and then I think it's easier also, at time. I know, but, like, I feel like starting your day, mm. well, maybe, like, yeah, maybe I will start at night, and then if I can, like, create that time in the morning, I'll do five minutes Because I listened to the, I listened to that same podcast that you sent, and I was like, oh, this is a good idea. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh, Holly could probably do this when I'm at the kitchen, and you're by yourself. Yeah. And then when I get home, because I always go to bed, even when we go to bed later. at the same time, yeah. I fall asleep way later than you. I'm literally just sitting in darkness. <laughs> you're like, on your phone. Don't play. I haven't been. Oh, you haven't been? No, I mean, good. That's there. just meditation then. But anyway, so, but I'm like, oh, that's when I could do it too. Because yeah. I actually enjoyed that podcast. Yeah, that was a good podcast. I freaking love that guy so much. Um, but the, yeah, so I definitely want to meditate. And the other thing I want to do is journal about, like, like things that I'm either doing in right now, but, like, using the word, like, favored in that. Like, I am favored. This is called the law of attraction? Yeah. Which is so I'm like, a fucking well, fruity word that, like, it's just like a term that people like a buzz term. But anyway, that's how it works. Like, especially you write what you want to create because you're creating it when you write it, and that helps solidify it in your brain. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like that with a lot of things. Even with names, yes. I usually forget them until right. I write them down. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like just a, it's a form of creating. And then you see you it, create. and then like I just think that that's gonna be like really like I feel like. 2020 is like breakthrough year like this is like the year that I'm like getting my shit together and I'm like not step like something that I really struggle with which is so stupid but like I hate calling people on the phone like I just don't like it I don't know why I just really dislike calling people on the phone but it will put me behind like in steps of like what I could possibly be doing whether it's my own health like to make an appointment or something 
or it's like something for Opal or like specifically, especially the business. Like if I get someone's contact information and they don't answer my email, guess what, Holly? The next step is to call them. And like someone's more likely to answer their phone than they are to answer. Like it's easier to ignore an email than it is to ignore your phone. I mean, it's easy to ignore both, but I feel like someone's more likely to pick up their phone. You know what I mean? Right. At the very least, I'm going to leave you a message. Like, yeah. 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 And so I feel like I eventually end up calling them, but it literally takes me like two weeks to like muscle up courage. That's usually a 15 minute conversation that ends up being fine. Or I'll just like, I feel like I just need to like get out of my own way with like my own like self doubt or like self like worry or something which is so stupid like talking on, I actually hate talking on the phone but if that's what's gonna get me to my next step I just need to do it like nothing what's the worst they either one don't answer two <laughs> don't like what I say or three like I don't know like nothing like I'm awkward okay that's the third worst thing like, most people like you though so it's okay yeah but that's funny because I, I had not the same epiphany but uh a similar one being at the kitchen like later now because we're making all these stupid bars and I'm like, oh, my old superpower, which I've, like, always prided myself on, but I, like, lost this year, was the fact that, like, I just get shit done. Like, that's that was quite literally, like, one of the best things about me for all of time. And then this year, I just stopped. I'm like, even when I work out, I'm like, when I work out, I don't struggle. I never, ever, ever struggle. <laughs> never. I never do a rep that's hard. Ever. It's like, it's actually, it's like the weirdest, after being sick, and, like, I just thought, like, because I'm, like, trying to recollect myself, and I'm, I'm working on, like, basically, I'm starting my 2020 goals now because I need to change the gears in my mind. So by the time January 1st comes, I already have, like, it in order to go. Don't wait, because when January 1st comes, then you got to collect your own mind. It's going to take you the whole entire month, <laughs> at least, at least three weeks before you can even, like, Apply put it. any type of effort. But, yeah. yeah, so anyway, and I was, like, thinking to myself, I'm, like, I'm such a bitch that, like, I don't, I, like, stay in comfort all the time. Like, I don't push hard anymore at all. Was, Why? I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. But I've been, like, trying to force myself to do it. And it's easy working. It's not easy. It's hard working out. But it's, it's like, the easiest place to apply it first. Because, like, if it's 10 and I just need to literally do 11 to build some momentum, like, just do one more. Like, it's literally <laughs> just literally one more rep. And, it's, and then, like, I can, like, when I'm at the kitchen... And I'm like, damn, I'm really fucking tired. It's 10 p.m. I just want to go home and go to sleep, but I still have three more hours of work to do. And I'm just like, just one more. Just one more round. Just one more hour of work. Yeah. That turns into three. Right. But every, but it's like, all you got to do is be like, but anyway, it's like training a muscle. But I had the same epiphany. And I'm like, or like when Opal, when we first started the business, when we, well, not the first time, when we rebranded and moved to North Carolina, and, like, we had to get all that shit done because it was a time restraint. I think that's actually one of my biggest problems is there is no literal time restraint unless it's Tuesday because <laughs> orders have to go out Wednesday. But, like, my whole entire day is not structured else. on a time restraint. I'm, like, I get to go to the kitchen when I want and I can leave whenever I want. It's not like there's someone being like, you have six hours, you got to get all this shit done, which would literally be impossible anyway to do it in six hours. But... If they were like, you have to get here at nine, and you and like you right, have to at least right. stay at ten or something like that. Right, some type of pressure to my day. Um, so I think that's actually one of my other problems. But also the reason I'm like, how do you fix that? Because you are your own boss. Like, who? Like, how do you create that, that I just, pressure? I need to on apply yourself? more. I need to apply more discipline. I guess, In that's other areas that will then affect all that area. area. Right. Yeah. Like all areas I can where I can start accumulating it. And then it'll start creating the habit. It's literally just habits. It's all habits. And I've, I used to have all these habits. And I still pride myself on having them. Yet I don't have them. So I live in this like <laughs> I live in this false reality yeah. where I think like I'm great, but I'm actually suck. So I need to get I need like in like having the realization that I suck. I need to get back to being great. So I'm just doing everything that I used to do back then. To get yourself back to that to point. To get back to that point. And then I need to apply. Once I get back to that point, I need to apply something else to get even further. Yeah. But anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> which happens all the time when I go on rants. But that was my, yeah, I was like, but yeah, it was the weirdest thing. Because I'm like, I'm always so sad about my size and like my strength. But I'm like, I literally don't struggle. Like, like I'll do 10, I'll be like, oh, it's 10. But like, I, I legit could probably do 16, maybe 18. I mean, I'm such a sandbagger too, but the thing that's but I like, never used to be. The thing that's like weird with me though 
is when it starts getting colder, oh, I like do not, so it didn't matter hard. if I'm like in it, it doesn't matter like when we went to the gym yeah. or like what it is, like I don't know, there's something about like the cold weather, like my body just does not want to, like I've been like, I've been being a bitch in the gym too and the only day I fucking got super sore was the day it that was it was warm. nice, I opened up the garage, I had <laughs> oh, fresh yeah. air, was it was warm, it was like a little nice breeze in there and I had like a really good workout that day and I was literally sore for like a week. But it's been so cold that sometimes I just go out there and I'm like, I guess I'll do cardio because I'm like, just... That's me. It takes me 30 minutes to like warm up to my workout. And then I feel like, and you work out after me and then I have to go to the kitchen. So I'm like, fuck. Like now I only have 30 minutes to work out. And I literally do two exercises, <laughs> but it's it's an hour and it just, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Wankers. But also, <laughs> atmosphere is a big thing. Like I, like, let's say like... I, we have 80, well, now we have 95, but we had 80-pound dumbbells in the gym, and I literally do them for, like, 8 to 10, and it'd feel hard. And then we'd go do a drop-in somewhere, and I'm grabbing, like, the 120s, 130s, <laughs> and I'm doing them for 7 to 10. Yeah, but it's, like, I'm, like, nothing changed except, like, the atmosphere. And that's, I think it's really hard to cultivate that type of energy when you're by yourself. Yeah. And it's, like, same with the business, same with the working out, same with, like, even your brain. Like, I don't know. It's easy It's easy to do less when no one's watching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I definitely think, like, people put the pressure on. Whether it's, like, from a competitive... I think your thoughts about those people Yeah, whether it's, like, on. from a competitive yeah. standpoint or it's from, like, a point that you're trying to prove yourself or whatever it is, it's, like, that, like, having people around who maybe aren't, don't even care what you're doing, but you just think, right. like, oh, I... Like, or even in a job or something like that where, like, you're one Which of... Is, even if it's, like, you're one of three employees or something, like... Your job matters because you have to get things, like, you have to get X done for the other two people to get this thing done. So it's like, yeah, the pressure's on for you because if you don't get your job done, these other things are not done. I don't know how writers write. Yeah, that's why I was thinking about that. Like, like, (laughs) I was thinking, like, being a writer and, like, there's literally, like, unless you, like, create some kind of time gap where you put a date on a book, but I'm like, how did, like, that must be so hard. Usually they have to have, like, the, like, Usually, the publisher requires X amount right. of pages, yeah. of, like at certain, at certain dates. Points. That's so yeah. Like there is a time restraint on them. I mean, I guess if you're self-publishing, though. Like, but man, nothing. that must be hard. But yeah, I think that's one of the hard. I, that's been one of the hardest things of this year too. Is just finding like that that place where you can feel like the pressure. Or you mean just having a lot of alone time? Yeah, I think like I actually like being alone. But when it comes to performance, isolation does not help me. Yeah, I think that it's one of the work. Un, I think it's one of the less talked, like spoken about things as far as like an entrepreneur world is like when you do start your own company. I mean, like, yeah, we work together, and we would work a lot more together if we didn't have Opal. But there always, at some point, has to be someone with Opal. Right. So, like. There is two of us in the company, but we I feel like what people separate. don't, yeah, I feel like what a lot of people don't talk about as far as like the entrepreneur world goes, is like how lonely it is and not like lonely because you're separating your new life from your old life. Like that's a whole separate part of like quote unquote loneliness. But I mean like actually literally lonely because it's not like you can afford to hire people. It's not like you can like afford to do these things where like you're going to have a team and stuff. Like you have to build everything, get these accounts, do whatever in order to have income come in so that, yeah, then you can get one team member, two team member, three team member. But I think, like, that time of you doing a lot of it alone, people don't really talk about. Yeah, I think also it's hard to – this is why, like, having faith and really visualizing is very key, like, focused on the vision. Because it's I think it's very challenging to think about everything you want to create when it's literally just you by yourself. Like, for me, at least for me. But I also thrive having a team. Yeah. And, like, what I think about, though, too, is, like, I think about how people, like, have work friends. You have your work community. You have your, like, work like my only friends. You have, like, your work parties. (laughs) Like, your work, like, lunches. Like, I don't know. Whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, more than half of someone's life, they're at work. Like, you know, 90% of your life, you're literally at work. 45% of your your friends. Like, Like, if you work 40 hours... It's like 45% of your week. Yeah. Those are your, those are literally like people you're with every day. They're your friends. They keep you company. Like, you know, you're going through things together as like a team, like whatever your team is, like whether like we are working on a project, whatever it is, like you just like have that, that momentum or like that, um, like 
what is it called? I don't know. The atmosphere around you that I guess like creates a certain energy in yeah. yourself. As much as I don't really like admitting it, because I do enjoy being alone for extended period of times. Like we are uh, tribal beings. Oh yeah. Like we we need. We're meant it. to like, be. Yeah. yeah. We, like even when you're even whether you're the lowest person, the highest person, like you're still serving a team. And if you're not serving a team, if you're not like part of a group, I feel like you just hate yourself. Yeah, I think I think a lot of us want to like come in and like be reclusive and like and be. Um, I think that's fear of rejection. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I think yeah. that a lot of that has to do with the way that we think that the people that we want to be friends with or the community that we want to be part of is gonna like reject us in a way. Right. But like that's just our own self like views of what it is because you know the second you. So you've been wanting to join a CrossFit gym, but you're scared because you've never done CrossFit before. All these things. I don't know. These people already look like they're so close. Like, oh, I'm going to come in. But then you wait a whole year to not join the CrossFit gym. Hmm. Then you finally decide, okay, I'm just going to do it for a month and, like, whatever. If I don't make any – like, if it's not the community click that, like, everybody talks <laughs> about, then I'll just leave the first day in. You know, everybody, like, welcomes you with open arms. That's the biggest it's thing like, CrossFit does. It's like they're, they have one community. I don't even really necessarily agree with like their training methods and all that stuff, but the one place where they thrive is community. They have like I don't I don't like I don't know if it attracts those people or they create those people, but all of them are so clicked out. Yeah, but like it doesn't matter if you're brand new or you've been there for eight years. Yeah, like they're literally like, gonna welcome you in the exact. Right. You could be like, like the worst performer or, the, <laughs> yeah. or like the best athlete, and they all just love each other. Yeah, it's very interesting. But I think that like. A large part of that has to do with how someone may think that that community is going to accept them. Whether oh, it's CrossFit course. or it's anything. anything. That's why a lot of yeah, people literally don't go to the gym. Anything. They're just like afraid that people are going to judge them. And I'm like, um, the gyms are places where we all get better, so go. Yeah. And like, no one cares. No one like cares about your own, like you are your biggest enemy. You are your biggest critic. You are your biggest like, like you are your best cheerleader and your worst freaking enemy. Listen, people because... care about me when I enter the gym. So. Huh? People no, they don't. Me. Yeah, they do. They I mean, care, maybe they care looks... that I'm going to make them look bad. <laughs> <laughs> they probably... Well, that's the thing. But do you care? No. Do I care about them? It's like that one individual, whether like... You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Someone's just reflecting on their own views. No, yeah. But you don't actually give a fuck about that person. I don't right. care if I'm lifting... I don't care if you're lifting 20 and I'm lifting 120. I'm not looking at you like, look, he's only lifting 20. I really don't care. It's funny. Like it's funny when we talk because I like I think of two like very polar opposite people. There's the people who like like you and I who take like pressure and all that stuff and use it to become better. And then there's like the people who take that same pressure and they legitimately crumble. And I think like for me it's very hard to understand those people. But every time I hear us talking, I'm like, oh, this is what normal people like hate. But like we use it. Like I'm not saying we like it. We just use it. It's just very interesting. What do you mean? Like, give me an example. Well, the gym was a very good one. Like you just said right there. Like, you, like you're like you only able to lift 20 pounds, but the person next to you lifted 120 pounds. You and your brain, you, well, you just ignore them. Me, <laughs> me and my brain, I look at that person lifting 120, and I'm like, I'm going to get to 120, and I'm going to beat you. But then, <laughs> oh, but then like, there's the opposite person who's... And this is usually like so about embarrassed or Yang. That they're, they're like, I'm only lifting 20. Like, I can't even work out. I feel so ashamed. And then they quit and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you are just like weird. I just don't. I literally you live don't in your own care. World, yeah, so. I don't care. What Do you still think, think you live in your own world? I think so. Do you? I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah. I mean, I feel like also I really. But you're I, competitive. How I can you live in your own? Are you? Am I? You say we are. You say you used to be. I've never you, been competitive because I always used to lose. You used to be aggressive, though. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm competitive, but to a Until certain you extent. A I'm not hippie. No, I'm competitive, but to a certain extent. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna walk around acting like, oh, I need it. Like, I'm in my own world. For example, if I'm lifting 20s, I see lifting 120, I'm not thinking like, oh, what, I'm thinking like, oh, cool, he's like, he or she is lifting 120. I'm at the 20s right now. I'm on my own path to progress. All I, I want to do is get to the twenty-five. I guess, I guess lifting. Like is I don't want to get to right? like because lifting lifting is actually like a one-on-one sport, and the one-on-one is just you against yourself. Let's talk about like when you played soccer, and you actually there's actually a winner and a loser. 
I mean, yeah, of course I wanted to win, but I wasn't a sore loser either. I wasn't like angry and like, I wouldn't go home and be like, me and like ruin my whole weekend because like I lost a soccer game. Like, and when my, and the other thing though is like when my team is good, I'm super competitive. When my team's not good, I just have fun. Like I literally (laughs) don't care. Like, cause I've been on both sides of that coin where like I've had a really good team and like we were crushing it and like won every game. And then I've also had seasons where our team sucks and, like, we've won one game only. But, like, even when I'm playing those games, I already know I'm not going to win. So mm-hmm. I just choose to have fun. If while I know playing. I'm not going to win, I'm not playing. <laughs> Big, that's, like, I'm, like, it's kind of, like, it comes from, like, a weaker stand, like, viewpoint. But, like, that's why I hate team sports. Because if I'm working really, really, really well and everyone else sucks and we lose, I'm, You're I'm blaming furious. <laughs> I'm be, like, it'd be different if I could pick the team, structure the team, and then play the team. That's, like, all of it. If I could control the whole thing, I'd feel way better. But, like, if I'm just a part in the machine, and the machine sucks, <laughs> I'm qu- I'm leaving the machine, I'm out. You never played team sports, like... I did before a car accident. But after so, car until accident, you were nine years old. Yeah. Which nine, doesn't nine even count. I played... I, I think I was ten. No, you were nine. You keep on... <laughs> well, I played 10. soccer for, for six years. Okay, so maybe you started with your five sidekicks. Anyway, because I won every year. Oh, did you? I did, actually. Wowzers. Yeah. I was a good soccer player. Yeah. But that's because I played all the time when I was Which younger. Which is with anything. Right, and also, yeah. it's not very hard to be good when you're little. I've you just got to have got, a good goalie who doesn't I mean, get distracted by a But before a my accident, I was, I was like, I, I got recruited to the Pioneer Valley team. Oh, wow. And that's pretty good for a nine-year-old. <laughs> I think I was on I was on my sister's Pioneer Valley team, yeah, so I was playing good. with like the I mean, older but kids. You, you that's also how I got had, like that's how I got better though, because mm. I was playing with the older kids. I was gonna say, being a person like me and getting on that team is much more. Why it didn't matter where you. That's came. not it fucking did, true. It's all about who you know. No, that's literally not how it is at all. That. That's not how it is at all. Anyway. Anyways, sometimes I think it's better when you go and be with people, when you're, like, the worst on the team and you're with oh, yeah. better people. Like, literally everyone around you is better because that's only going <clears> to <throat> lift you up. Like like when good, I, there's a good video that talks about, like, if you're, if you, like, run, if, like, I think it might have been Les Brown. Anyway, but it's, like, an old, old video on YouTube where it talks about, like, if you're, like, when you're, like, if you're always running a race and you're always winning, you're never, like, progressing. And it was like if you're if you're in last place, it's like the best place to be when you're running, because then you're gonna get faster and faster, and you're gonna beat every one of those people, because like you only rise to your level of competition. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. It's only like how well the people around you are doing is how well you're gonna do. If you're always winning, you're never gonna push yourself more because you're already winning. Unless you're like those really strong people who are like isolated. That's where I need to get back to. I need to be back to being like mentally very strong, because like weightlifting is a great example. It's a one-on-one thing. You're not competing against anyone. But, like, the best weightlifters are, like, people who are just strong-minded. Oh, yeah. That's what that sport takes, though. Like, yeah. like weightlifting as a sport. Right. Because you're putting so much strain on your body. You, you, you are really the only person who determines if you win or, like, if you win or lose. Because it is. It's an individual sport. So, it's a lot of, like, mental willpower to be, like, I can move this. Because I think a larger part of the population flips themselves the other way and says, I can't lift this. Well, yeah. But anyway, that's, that's where I'm rechanneling my energy. Good. It's a good, a Strong good start mind. to the, to the new year. It's a good start at any point in all of life. Well, yeah, but a good start to the new year. Yeah. Speaking wrap it up and get on the, what? No, wrap it up and what? Get on the train. I am the train. <laughs> Anyway, I was going to say, speaking back to, like, what I was originally thinking about talking about, because we didn't have a plan, but it was just on my mind. I was, like, I was talking about, like, how the, and I think, like, I think it's funny. I don't know if it's funny is the right word, but I think how it's funny how, like, the end of, the end of something and the beginning of something, the end of one thing and then the beginning of the next thing, like, puts people in, like, this weird, this odd state of, like, it's, like, it's, like, Fantasia is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Like living in fantasy, yeah, yeah, yeah. like fantasy, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a world. I think it puts them in that that type of state because it like I think the end of one year reminds them of their mortality. 
Like, they're like, wow, like a whole another year has gone by. Like, I'm, doing the same I'm shit. not doing anything with my life. Like, everything I everything I thought I was going to do, I didn't do. And then they get, like, really sad and really uh, frustrated. And out of that frustration is born, like, gives birth to, like, this. Hope. It's not even, I don't even want to say hope. But, like, it gives birth to the will, the will to be like, okay. Well, this year's about to be over. The next year's going to start. And I'm so fed up with myself that I'm going to start January 1st. And like, and they have that energy to make that goal at that one moment, right? Because it's, it's out of frustration. <laughs> and it's out of despair. It's like, I have to do it. And then January 1st comes and they're like, all right, last year sucked. This year's great. And they start doing it. But then all their energy levels plummet because they, make like, they don't make the results that they want. At that moment, like they're not, everything dies and then they don't, they don't, they didn't actually muster up the proper resources to keep them going. But I was like just thinking about this in my head and it's just very funny. Like doing something out of anger, like I think doing anything out of anger has never produced a sustainable result. Well, I was going to say also, it's not that they, when we set goals for the new year, like when we quote unquote set goals for the new year. Like any goal, whether it's January 1st or March 15th, like, you have to actually want to commit to your goal. So if you, one of the big ones is diet and fitness for the new year. But if you're not actually wanting to commit, like, you're just saying, I need to, or this is what is expected of me, you're never going to, like, with anything in life, like, you're never going to let that that goal or whatever you're trying to do like come to life and actually let it be part of your life and live it you're literally just going to be like letting continuing to let yourself down but you're actually not letting yourself down because in the first place you never really you just wanted lied to it. yourself yeah you never right. really wanted it so it's like all you did was embarrass yourself by telling everyone around you i'm gonna do it this time like this time i'm gonna do it and then once again, but the only person who's not believing you is you yourself. I th- and I you think fail. deep down everyone does want it. I just think they know they like I think it's I think it's way harder than they think it's gonna be. Yeah. And then they and then they quit. Well they obviously don't because want shit's it that, hard. that bad. But I think I That's think like, I, mean. I meant sorry, yes. I think they want their lazy shit lifestyle more because it's easy. But I think like deep down, there's a part of them that wants it because ever like like biologically we all want to thrive. Yeah. Like, like if you're sick, if you're unhealthy, if you're sedentary, if you're overweight, if you're like, it's not even overweight. You could like, you could look normal and be weak. But if you're, if you're not progressing, one, you're dying. But two, your body hates you. Like you're at war internally because like our whole biological makeup is to thrive and reproduce. And if you're not doing anything to do any of those things... Your body hates you. And yeah. you hate yourself. I think, like, we as especially a human species, like, our whole existence is based on improving things and inventing things and, like, just going forward. Right. So when we're not going forward and and we think we're perfectly satisfied being settled, like, our, our literal, like, genetic makeup is fighting against us saying like, no, this could be better. This could be better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like we're meant to evolve. Like, look, I mean, just like look at our track record and that's all the proof you need. But like us as a species, like we just really were like so, something about our mind compared to other species minds. is like, we are set for evolution. Mm-hmm. And when we're not doing that, we're miserable. I think because we have, like, the willpower to be able to... Well, other animals do, too. Well, I, I don't think, know. You know. I think all animals, technically, are trying to become, like, the best at their specific being that they can be. That's different than evolution. How? Like, they, they are doing it to literally survive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they have... That's evolution, so, though. Yeah, no. It's for survival. Yes, but also, no. Like, we will create evolution before it's necessary humans humans do um and usually it'll probably be our destruction eventually it'll probably be our destruction but like that's like our driving force internally i think other animals rely on more instinctual habits and that's what makes them survive and thrive and evolve we 
don't. We like we don't like we're not controlled by our instincts as much as other animals are. No, definitely not. And that's what gives us the ability to imagine and create and then progress. Yeah, I think that I do think that people just get like bogged down on like that like it's hard to change anything is hard because any habit it's gonna fight you back when you start trying to change. Like right. that's you know Especially the longer it's been going on. Yeah. So if right. it's been years of you eating unhealthy and you decide like this year I wanna eat healthy it's going to take you probably three, four, five months before your body and mind stop trying to fight you. Maybe never. But I mean, I feel like it, it's like time. It's not like you're just going to get it right. done in the 30 days. January 1st is going to come and then January 31st, you're like, wow, I am on this whole new lifestyle. Like, no, it's going to be really hard and you're going to have times where you like fall back and slip back. But I feel like you just need to have think, the larger goal. I think that's why you got to shift it to lifestyle. Yeah. And not like, well, first of all, I think this goes back to, like, your intentions. And I think most people have the worst intentions when it comes to health and fitness in the beginning of New Year. They don't want to lose weight. First of all, weight is not bad. Muscle weighs more than anything on your body. Weight is good. That's not what you want. But that's what everyone aims for. They're like, less calories, lower the scale. And I'm like, how about make the scale bigger? Honestly, if you jumped up 10, 15, 20 pounds in the beginning of the year you are probably making more results because your muscle, because like gaining the muscle, laying down your foundation, strengthening your body first. Also, muscle takes a lot more cal- more calories to cause it to perform than it does like any other thing. And then you burn more anyway. But anyway, like whenever anyone wants to lose weight, it's like I always tell people you got to gain weight first. Lift weights. Right. But like you have to gain weight first. I would say like, let's say if like someone who's not, who's not obese, obese is different. Yeah, Those yeah. people lose weight and gain weight at the same time. Well, they'll lose weight. Like, the first 30 pounds typically will right, just like, drop. Yeah. But they're also gaining muscle at the same time. Yeah. But, I, I'm, but I'm, fat, I'm thinking more of, like, medium-sized like average people. people, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like an average American person. Yeah. Um, a little overweight. <laughs> yeah, slight. Yeah, like, yeah, like, slight slight, gut. like skinny fat. <laughs> um, but anyway, I would say, like, when they, like, back when I would, like, help people train... I would tell people, I'm like, the first month, you're probably going to gain 10 pounds. Like, that that would literally be my goal. Because you're burning at the same time. But, like, you need to strengthen your bone density needs to increase. You need the core foundation. Like, you probably literally have almost no muscle on your body. You need it first. And then once you strengthen that and create that, not only will it help you burn the stored fat cells and put the right calories to better use, you then can train harder to burn what you don't want. So in the beginning of the year, everybody should be trying to be gaining and not losing. But anyway, I forgot what I was even talking about again. <laughs> but intentions. their tensions, right. Like, like why? Like, when they're like, I want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Like, what's your purpose? Well, that's what I was saying, like, earlier, is I was saying, like, is it because society tells you this? Is it because other people have this expectation for you? Like, if it's not truly in your but heart, like, I need to lose weight because I am, like, I am genuinely afraid that... I'm going to have diabetes or that's something. That's different. That you know? will cause change. That's, that's what I li- mean. And that's lifestyle. But that's when a want turns into a need. Yeah. Like, well, that's when difference. you want something, you're like, eh, but when you need it, you get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's th- honestly think- all about words. Like, it's the way you word things, the way you say things. I don't know if we ever, like, had a podcast about this, but I don't know. I used to really, presentation- like, actively do all that. Yeah. Like, your presentation matters. Oh, this is something that also kills me, like, in business. But, like, the way that you that you not only speak to other people, but that you speak to yourself, the words that you choose to use matter. So the difference between wanting to lose weight and needing to lose weight, or whatever, wanting to lose fat and needing to lose fat are two very different things. Saying you can do something and saying you want to do something are two very different things. Or saying things. you can do something and saying you will do something. Yes, exactly. Like, the, the of way Of course, that everyone you... can lose weight. But will you? But I will lose weight. Right. Exactly. It's, it's different. It's you making a promise to yourself. Yeah. It's you telling yourself that it is possible, that you believe in yourself, that you will get it done right. no matter it's af- what. Like, it's affirmations. Yeah. It's forms of affirmations. I don't believe in that, like, I'm beautiful bullshit. Like, that actually, I don't really know if I believe in that. Oh, I do. However, I, I do believe yes and no. Because I've done, I've, like, looked at my, I, like, do that when I'm, like, with certain things. I'm talking about, like, 
I, I do a lot of comparisons to lifting, but like with lifting, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking get this. Like when it's really heavy, I'm like, I'm gonna do it. And that's, that is forms of affirmations. But I think affirmations need to be backed with action. And I think that's people just like wake up in the morning, they look in the mirror and they're fat, ugly and disgusting. And they're like, I'm just saying that just because, but anyway. That's really mean. But anyway, but, but they're trying to tell themselves they're beautiful, but they don't believe it. Because they're not doing anything to get to the point where, where they think they want to be beautiful. But like if you're like, I'm beautiful, I love myself, and I'm going to treat myself better, and those are your affirmations, and then throughout the day, you decide that you're going to eat like not fast food, you're going to make food, and you bring it to work. And then at the end of the work, or at lunchtime, you're like, I'm going to go on 20 minutes because you love yourself. You're beautiful, and you're going to take care of yourself. Like, you can't just say things. They need to be backed by action. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. That's my, that's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Like, affirmations are useless if there aren't if action is not applied. Yeah, well, that's anything in life. You can't be like, I want to be a millionaire. And but everyone be- says, like, just say you're, like, everyone, like, people typically when they talk about affirmations, they're like, just tell your this self all day. And I'm like. Also, I feel like part of affirmations is is like kicking down the negative self-talk that you may be giving yourself. Kind of like how I was talking about at the beginning. Like how I kind of yeah. just tell me, I don't know what I even tell myself. But like, I feel like you use that affirmation throughout the day. Like, I, I, I am enough. Like, this will work. You know what I mean? Right. And then... So if I start having a negative thought coming up because we just ruin ourselves, like we just kill ourselves with all of our negative self-talk, that like if that starts to come up, I immediately shut it down by saying, I am enough. This will work. Right. Like Ex- I Extinguish am favored. and replace. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. The, the more and more you do that, the more and more you train your brain. So at first it's going to be like you have to be consciously doing it, but you're going to do it so much that your subconscious is going to feel a thought coming up and it's going to crush it. And then your life is going to start changing because you are what you like. You attract what you believe, what you are. Also, eventually, those thoughts, the magnitude of those thoughts dissipate. So, like the regular everyday things won't even like you won't they won't be there anymore. Like eventually, they'll go from like loud, medium to a hum to gone. And then you'll only face those moments making huge decisions. Yeah, which that is actually what it's there for. It's meant. It's like those negative thoughts are meant to protect you from making bad life, dangerous situations. Well, it's instinctual to tell us like you are on. It's typically like us trying to tell ourselves you are unsafe because like way back when it was like. But because of our fear nowadays, like our self-doubt and our fear, everything's unsafe. That's why you have these negative thoughts. Like, because it's mostly fear of judgment. It's not actually yeah, yeah, fear yeah, yeah. of, like, your life's in danger. 100%, yeah. But, like, that, those, that's what they're there for. Like, we're, bi- we're meant to have them. They're not bad. Like, just the things that we think hurt us don't actually hurt us. Anyway. No, I agree with that. I think that, I think that we create this fear within ourselves. And I think it's, I think it's amplified by what society tells us, like, we should be doing. We need, like... What we should look like, what we need to be doing, what we should be doing with our lives. Like, I mean, our... aesthetics aside, I, li- I actually about... like, I like, I like looking good. Yeah, and yeah. I think everyone should look good. But I'm like, aesthetics aside, you should be healthy. But I do think if you're healthy, you aesthetically look good. Like that, that is a direct correlation of your health. I think though, there's different types of that. You can be healthy and really slender. But that's more different. Like, because like, I think that it depends on where your ancestors I'm not saying everyone needs to be from. muscular. Yeah. But, like, no, no one should be overweight. Like, we are not meant to do that. Like, in the wintertime, you're meant to add more. Your fat percentage goes up 5, 6, 7% because we'd usually be in a famine. And it's cold and we're sleeping more and we need it. And then in the summertime, it goes down. But outside of that, like, we are meant to be leaner creatures. Like, when none of us are meant to be big. Well, yeah, that's because in today's day and age, it's just, like, process shit, junk Right, shit. most of like, it's food, it's a lot track. of it's sedentary lifestyle, a lot of it's, like, television, it's, like, it's, it's a combination of, yeah, yeah it's just, it's, it's the way we work, sedentary. we sit at a desk all day, right. like, there's a yeah. very small percentage of people who still do hands-on active right. work. Get an aerobics ball. Uh, use a stand-up stand desk, up desk. Like create a movement in your business. Take like every hour. Take one minute to do. What's that thing? Like yeah, like two minutes. Like go walk to. The, first yeah. of all, water should be everyone's goal. I actually just saw. Now that I'm on, like I go on Facebook every day just to check <laughs> it. But I saw like a like a memory from three years ago. It was when I had my BMW and I was at my old job, and it was like it was a picture. First of all, my social media sucked back then, 
Anyway, it was literally a picture of the back of my seat with four gallons of water, empty gallons, and like a hoodie and a bag. And I was, and in my post, it's like four gallons down and one in my front seat. Like I know you used to literally drink, I drink five, five gallons, gallons of water every day. I forgot about um, that. First of all, my life is so much better when I have that much water. I probably only consume like. I'm trying, let me do the math real quick. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I probably only do like two, maybe two and a half gallons now, and I feel so dehydrated all the time. Oh my god, like, me too. I feel wrecked, and me it too. like makes a huge difference in my energy levels. And I need like four is actually good. Like four is nice, um, but also like when I'm working out, if I'm at the kitchen longer, if I consume caffeine, like I need more water. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I'm so dehydrated anyway, all the time. I suck. So, so goal should always be to consume more water. So like what they say is like oh one. At the at the last five minutes of every hour, walk to like the your water, water fountain, fountain, take some water, go sit down. Fill your water. Down, yeah, right. fill your reusable water glass because that's what you should have. Yeah, mason jar. Fill it up and then go back to your desk. Yeah, and sit for an hour steps and then go. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but it's about like moving so you're not like closing off everything. Like my hips are so tight. They've been tight for almost two years because when we first moved to North Carolina, we lived in a hole. <laughs> um, we also do a lot of like, we're on like, we're our only employees, so we're doing a lot of uh, computer no. work. Like, actually, and, but and not only the computer, bar, the kitchen, yeah. that jacks my body up. Like, like my wrist, my elbow, my lower back, and my knees get jacked. Yeah. So And probably, like, my traps, too, because, like... But, and looking down. Yeah, looking like down, wabling, yeah. rolling. But anyway, yeah, that's, like, my like my lower back is, like, completely shot from making bars for the last year and a half. Yeah, no, it's really painful, but we got. <laughs> anyway, until until we can make the process better and disperse it among multiple people. This is gonna uh, be your back. It'll be my back being broken. But yeah, I think that also being that able... was the number one thing for my seven injuries this week. It was all my lower back related. I mean, oh, this year. This year was. Yeah, every injury I had this year was my lower back. Oh, that's funny. Every time it would be like when those discs would slip. When my, oh. my lats would freeze, like my whole back, remember my spine mm. column would just completely freeze. Um, and then like the pulling would pull into my hip, my hip flexors. Ooh, I just have, t- I carry all of my everything. Uh, in your traps? In my, yeah, in my traps. And Me too. It's so bad because I also do a lot of computer work, which I'm like preaching to my own self to like sit up and... Not be so slumpy because I'm the worst for I'm never here all day. I know. I, do, I actually do use your desk a lot. That's good. And I, and I do sit on the balls, but I I have a bad habit of, like, Slouching. I get so into, like, especially because I do, like, a lot of, like, designs. Like, when I'm, like, doing Photoshop and stuff, yeah. I'm freaking mad close no, to No, we my need to do. We need to budget. <laughs> we need to budget a, a, a screen. screen adapter. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's what people who usually do what you're doing use, like, an actual Mac computer yeah, and yeah, not yeah. a laptop. And it's, like, a screen that's yeah. the size of our television. No, yeah. And it's much and easier. Like, you can sit back. Yeah, exactly. And you can actually I'm see like, always... the lines. You don't have to blow something up 500%. <laughs> you're, like, 5,000x this. Oh, I can finally see it. <laughs> but I'm also, like, yeah. I mean, finally, I did get the blue, right, the blue, like, Lockers. locking glasses, nice. which, like, thoroughly helped me. Yeah. I actually just realized, I don't know if your iPhone does this, but, uh, like, the dark mode, which is kind of cool. I, I set mine to that, like, four years ago. No, Emily no, not, not, like, when the light goes. Not when, like, your screen dims. No, it's called nighttime. It turns the screen black. Huh? It turns the screen black. It turns this. oh. Ma- it's a no. new one. It's new. What does it, like, it do? It, like, so I have mine marked off from 10 to 6. Yeah. But, like, in, instead of, like, my background's white, it'll be black. It blacks it out. I don't get it. It's pretty cool. I'll show you. Okay, I'll show, show me. you tonight if we're still if you're still awake at ten. I'm definitely being asleep. Just kidding. <laughs> oh no, it's nine fifteen right now. So. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. We still got shit we got to do. So, no, you might not. But anyway, like, have you seen like people repost like pictures of their Instagram and it's like it's black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's a blackout mode. It blacks out your screens. It like turns like your applications black. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The light yeah. Oh yeah, come you can choose to do that anyways. Like all the time. That's an, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, setting. Yeah. I actually I did it. And but I, I wouldn't hated want it during the day. Yeah, no, like, but at nighttime, it. it's cool because if you do like hit your phone and look at your phone, it like turns it off. Well, I have my phone set to nighttime mode from 7 p.m. until 7 a.m. Smart. Which is no blue light. Right. It's like the yellow. yellow light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's a random, unnecessary thing. But yeah, I feel like we're getting to the end. Anything else you want to talk about? Say? No. I was, I was, well, I don't know. 
We weren't really talking about anything. But the I know. New, the Sorry. New thing, the New Year's thing. <laughs> no, I think the New Year's thing actually it has been on my mind a lot lately because everyone's talking about it, and it's like as as frustrating as it is. I understand like the the hope aspect of like everyone's like change is great and change is new. And first of all, you're a liar. You hate change. But like, I would suggest working on it now. Even if it's I have a love hate relationship with change. Cause I actually genuinely do love change, but I hate it. But I love it. I force myself to be in situations of change because I actually do like it. Like that's why I feel like I like moving all the time. Like I I like doing things like that. But of course, like right, like as you're do- like right the second before it happens, you're like no 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 no, and then it happens. You're like okay cool. Well, I hate change, so I hate pattern changes. Yeah. I don't hate change itself because I'm always trying to progress for change, but like I like having the same routine style. Day in, day out, yeah. Right. Yeah, so basically, if you're choosing to set a New Year's resolution, start now. If you're not going to start now, really you're not going to genu- do it at all. No, really genuinely dig deep down inside and ask yourself if this is something that you really want. Like, do you want this? Are you willing to sacrifice for it? Are you willing to be uncomfortable for it? Like, are you willing to really stand up for it? Or is it just like you want to do this because you think it's what's expected of you? Or that. because you want to look a certain way? It's, or... it's more along the lines of like, do you want to live for it? Like, I don't even think it's about like giving things up or sacrificing. It is at first. I mean, maybe. But like, I think if you look at it like, is this something I want to live? It's completely different. Because then you're, like, switching from what you're losing to what you're gaining. Mm-hmm. Because that's what all change is. It needs to be, like, permanent change is lifestyle. So, like... Yeah. Well, do you what you need to, to do live, is... Do you want to live this way? You need to adapt it into your... Right. So, maybe, like, you should... Uh, I think you should, like, start the year off and be like, hey, you know, I heard fitness is a good thing. I want to try it. I'm going to go 30 days and see if it's something I want to do in my life every day. That's way better than being, like, I'm going to lose 25 pounds and I'm going to oh, yeah, do it in six weeks. Like, it's magical. Then you're, like, burnt out by seven days. <laughs> However, if you're looking for good meal replacements, small C bar. <laughs> We're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> Got anything else you want to add? Bye.